Welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So this week, we're going to talk about something that's so important when it comes to selling and sales, and it's an area that so many sales and business people get wrong, and that's selling too early in the process. So what I'm going to do over the course of the next 10 minutes or so, I'm going to give you details on 10 key factors which you need to know when you're ready to sell. And why this is so important is because most of the time, the salespeople I will talk to, the business people I will talk to, haven't done the work they needed to. And what they end up doing is trying to then sell too early into someone. And before they know it, because they've sold too early, that then creates a ripple effect, which causes them shed load of problems. So I want you to be able to avoid that. And the steps I'm gonna give you are things to follow for you to really just solve that problem before you get that problem. Because the issue is, if you don't do that, you're gonna waste away opportunities and leads, you're gonna piss away money, you're gonna absolutely lose opportunities that you should have won, I don't want that to be the case. So, here is the first thing, first, and these are in no order, by the way. These are just 10 things that I think you've got to be able to do if you want to know when you're ready to sell. The first number one thing you have to do has spent a significant amount of time. And when I say significant, what is that? It's probably at least an hour, a couple of hours if possible, talking about that person and their situation. Now you might say to me, I don't have that time to spend. I don't have that time to, to be able to, to spend with that. And that's fine. But do you have time to lose the deal? Do you have time to waste on sending through a proposal that isn't going to go anywhere? My answer would, my guess would probably be no. So you know when you've got a chance to be able to sell when you've spent some time talking about that person and their situation remember i've said before people do not buy what you think is right for you or people do not buy what is you want them to do just because of you they buy because of what it does for them because of how it can affect their life how it can change their world so point number one is have you spent a significant amount of time talking about that person and their situation do you know them better than probably you know sometimes even your friends recently you should know your customers intimately and get really inside their world the second point which links on to that though in a way is that you've You've also not just had a conversation with them that's a superficial conversation, but that you've probed beneath the surface and really understood what drives them. You, you know, your buyers, as I've said this plenty of times, are like an onion. They have many, many layers to them. And the reality is when we ask superficial questions and when we ask it in a superficial way, we get superficial answers. But when we start to delve and tell me more about that, and you mentioned this issue and what caused that to happen and what was the situation there? You, you talk about this situation here, you delve into their issues and their world, you'll get an insight into really what is in the core of their, 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 their situation. And I know when I've been sold to, when people absolutely understand that and are able to talk, sorry, able to engage with me and ask great questions without making me feel I'm interrogated, but really show care and empathy, then I know I'll share things and I'll give information that can then help them make a sale in time. So have you probed beneath the surface and understood what really drives them? Your buyers are like an onion. Are you at the core layer of the onion or are you going into the middle layers, which are bits when you get to the chance to cry? And I always think with buyers, you know, we cry when we, we, we get to cut an onion and you'll notice it in buyers when you get closer to the middle, you'll get the chance to see them cry or they'll engage because it's the emotion that's sitting within them that's critical. So 
And again, the, the point sort of leading on to that is go point number three is know their why. Why are they going to change? What is driving them? What is their big challenge or big um, big problem or big desire or big goal? Why is, is, is that so critical to them? Why are they going to change? Why are they going to move from that position to your solution? And if you can't know that why or what drives that why, then the reality is you are going to then be pitching your solution, your sales, what you offer, but you're going to be pitching at something that isn't of interest to them. I had a call with one of my clients this morning. I was talking to them about pitches. And they were saying, oh, we go into pitches and we don't know this and we don't know this. And my message to them was really simple. If you don't know, then it's your job to find out so that you can find out what really drives them. If you do not know what is ultimately going to make them press the button and say yes to you, then you're potentially on a hide into nothing. And I want you to avoid that. So we have to be in a position to know what's driving them. Point number four is, what's their journey been like so far on the buying process? What's their, who have they been talking to? Who have they been engaging with? How have they gone through this process? Where did they start? Where are they in that journey? Understand that, that, that dynamic. And the reason, again, why this is so important before we start to sell is because if they're at the top of that process, at the start of that journey, and it's quite a significant investment that someone's looking to make they're probably going to look at other options they're probably going to consider other factors they're probably going to think about other things so what i would encourage you to do is understand where in the journey they are what have they done so far what research have they conducted what research have you shared with them if you're a great salesperson you'll be sharing insights you'll be helping them and understand certain situations that that may be new to them so what does that journey look like how long has it taken What's been the journey of the pain or the desire to get them where they are to that point? And understand that and get yourself a picture of it. Write out a picture of the journey, map it out, start talking about what happened maybe 12 months ago or six months ago and what's driving them to do something different so that you can understand what that journey looks like. Because one of the key things around journeys is journeys carry on. And most buyers, again, will not buy something because they don't see enough of a big enough reason to change. They can't make a conscious decision that by moving to this new place, your solution, that they're going to gain enough from it. So the reality is, what's that journey been like and how bumpy has it been for them? And the more bumpy it's been, the more chance you can go back and remind them of the pain and the issues and the challenges they faced at that point, which you don't want them to have. And leading on to the point around journey is, is point number five, which is what's worked for them and hasn't worked for them in the past. Most of us are scared or afraid to buy things and buy services and solutions because we have this theory that it won't work, it won't do what we say it will, or we've been burnt in the past. We've had a situation or a scenario where we've tried something and it didn't work. And therefore it puts our backs up and puts our, our barriers up that makes us think, oh, I don't wanna do that because I don't wanna go through that same position. So knowing what's worked for them in the past, asking questions like, tell me a bit more about how you've purchased similar services to this previously. How did it work? What didn't work? What, what frustrated you? Where did it go wrong? Try and identify before you get to the chance to sell what that is that stopped them from doing that. Because if you can, again, you may even get some insights that says, well, actually, they had a problem because they were expecting too much or their, their, their methods of implementation, their team weren't involved or the culture wasn't right. And it may well mean that you can go, if we sell here, we're not going to get the same, we're going to get a similar result. Let's not you know, ruin our reputation for doing that. So really try and be in a position where you can understand what hasn't worked for them in the past and you know, really know what that looks like and, and, and understand that and dig into it. 
so that you become unaware of it. It's going to give you so much insight that most salespeople forget and don't even bother to even think about. But yet the insights of what hasn't worked for them will be a key factor. It's an imprint on their mind and it's your job to understand that so you can then try and overcome it if it is a problem. And if it's not, if they've never had an issue before, great. It's going to hopefully mean that they're more inclined to want to make a commitment with you. So point number six is this, what's getting in their way? What are the blocks? I was actually at dinner last night with a, a senior guy at a sports organization and uh, he's talking to one of my clients around a sponsorship opportunity and he made a brilliant quote and he had a comment and he said, I'm really curious. I want to understand what blockages could get in our way to making this deal happen. And I thought, wow, what a great question to ask. What blockages could get in the way to make this deal happen? And he was up front and he built the rapport, he built the connection, he'd understood the right time to do it. But he was literally in a position of asking the, my, my client, what's stopping them from doing this? And their client was then able to share because people were open and honest about what could be a barrier to get in the way. So when you know those barriers, again, in a sales situation, you can then overcome them or you can choose not to overcome them. But I thought in that situation, what a great question. One of, the, one of the blockages that could get in the way of us making a deal happen. Ask the questions, find out what could get you in the way. And bear in mind, remember to watch out for those reactions. If those reactions are, oh, nothing will get in the way, I'm all gonna make that decision, then you may find, it, find a challenge. If you're gonna get people talking about, oh, we could have an issue here with this team or this area could be a challenge for us, then the chances are you could then start to say, great, how do we overcome that and, and make that go away? Um, Point number seven, and this is a really critical thing. If there are any of you listening here or watching here that thinks, well, sales is just about selling whatever I do, whatever to whoever, um, I think you're wrong. Uh, you, your reputation nowadays in 2023 and 2024 is so more important than ever before. And if you become a salesperson that goes in and just sells your talk and your what you do with no intention of delivering that service, don't be surprised that people then talk about you and absolutely decide that you're not the sort of person they wanna work with. And the, the issue is that in many cases, businesses like to, 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 to buy things that are what they want it to be. But if you can't deliver for that, or if your business is, you know, if you, if you offer an A service, but the client's looking for a D service, then the reality is you are gonna hurt your brand and your reputation and your reputation as a sales and business person by selling that to them. So my biggest advice for you is to, before you start to sell and before you start to pitch, is find out if there are a good customer for you. Find out about the size of the customer, the industry, the type of people that work within it, the culture, the organization, who does what. And have you got other people that have done those, that been in those similar situations in the past so that you can say, great, you know, I know we can support this company because we worked with a similar company in the past and they were very similar in their dynamics and their way of operation. So know whether you were in a position where you can be the ideal solution for them. Because if you can't, please just think seriously about trying to grab the money and then ruin your reputation down the line. As someone once said to me, reputations are hard to build, but easy to lose. And you get that, you lose them by doing deals that don't make sense, that end up costing money and putting people off from working with you in the future. Point number eight is the, uh, another one that I think is, I talk a lot about the understanding and understanding the buying process, but it's a bit that people and salespeople don't do very well. It's, they should be really keen. If you've understood a buyer and understood their desires and really got to know them and talked about their situation, 
most buyers are really keen at that point to say, hey, tell me a bit more about what you do. I'm intrigued. You know so much about this industry and this space. How can I help you? I was actually, I was doing a video today for, for, for a customer and, and the contact I'd been introduced where I'd sent my email, had watched some of my videos and read some of my blogs. And he was like, I'm really intrigued by what it is you do. And I, I'm, I'm absolutely keen to, 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 to know a bit more about how you and how I can support you. And, and I was literally in a position where I was like, this, this is amazing. It's great to know. And what did I do? I asked questions about what they're looking for and how they, how they are operating and what they want to achieve from their sales team. Now, I may not be a fit for them, but the point being is they were keen to understand a bit more about what I did because they have a sales-based issue. So make sure that you're spending the time to get to know more about them and their situation, how you can support them. And they should be really they should be asking and wanting to say to you, hey, James, show me a bit more about your solution. I'm keen to find out more about what you do. How do you do it? If you've done it the right way, then, then that's just an open door for you to then go in and start to say, great, let's talk about some ideas and what we can do to solve the problems that you, or challenges that you've got. Here's how we can do that. Point number nine is a simple one. Before you try and sell, build up rapport. If you haven't built this relationship, as I've talked about over time, where you've got to know someone and engage with them, it's so much more difficult to sell. It's so much more of a challenge to break through and get real honest conversations with someone when they're basically just giving you words to that are, uh, uh, if you like, getting blood out of a stone. When you've built a rapport, when people feel that they can understand you and they get to know you and your situation, who you are, then you'll find that people are absolutely really open to, to engage in conversation, especially when they don't think you're just trying to take advantage of them. But don't try and do that before you've built rapport. And by the way, don't make the rapport false either. Don't just have a, hello, how are you? How's your day been? Hope you're okay. That stuff is superficial and people see through it. Just build the time to get to know them, their situation, what's going on, what they're driving drivers are now how they operate what they what their key concerns and thoughts are those factors are critical and then the final thing point number 10 about when you should make a decision to sell is let me ask you a question can you make a major hundred can you are you 100 sure you can make a major difference in their life can you absolutely change their current situation from the pain or the challenge that they've got right now or the desire to where they want to be and if you can say yes to that, and you can say yes to all of the other points that I've mentioned, then you're in a good position to start then talking about your solution and what it does and how it does it. But if you haven't done those 10 things, then please just be careful about trying to go into sales mode and pitch mode and outline mode. Because as Chesterton once said, there are no such thing as boring presentations, just disinterested minds. And if you're talking at people and, and engaging them and giving them all of the stuff about who you are and how great you are before you've understood those factors and understood their situation and their, their blockages and challenges and, their, and what's happening and built rapport, you're going to waste your time and it's going to cost you in the long run. So those are my 10 points and when do you know you're ready to sell? Hopefully it's been useful. If you haven't, put let, let me know in the comment section below. If you think I'm talking crap, by the way, put it in the comment section below. I've got no problems uh, in you saying to me that you think this is rubbish. Now, a lot of what I am saying is related to uh, certainly certainly those that sell into other businesses and, and that sell sort of higher value items. But if you think I'm wrong, let me know. But those are the key factors that I believe you have to put in place um, when you know you're ready to sell. So that's it from uh, that part of the, the, the podcast. But as I always do, and I'm running out of these stories, by the way, so I do need lots of inspirational stories. Please share them with me. If you've got an inspirational story, I'm, I'm really asking for you to share uh, a, someone's you know, example of someone. I've got an example of a guy today called John Rastrick. 
Um, he was a lorry driver who was driving John 69. He was driving along a motorway based in the UK called the M1. And he saw this terrible collision. And um, he literally uh, saw a car that had burst into flames. And stopping immediately, he ran to this car um, and had no hesitation on what to do. Remember, the, 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 the police and the ambulance would have told him to do what he did. He didn't matter. He got to the car and he found this lady who was literally curled up in the car. Um, and literally, he pulled this lady out from the car. And 29 seconds after he left that scene, the car engulfed in flames and she would have died. So there's a special example story. John Rastrick, congratulations, John, lorry driver, natural, ordinary, everyday human being who made a conscious decision at that time to walk in and, and make a difference in someone's world. And hopefully that lady is now alive as a, a result of John's actions. So there's an inspirational story. I always get inspired by people like that. I hope you do as well. Please, if you've got inspirational stories, let me have them. They're really critical for me because I want to share great stories of great people so we can, we can make these people realize how good they are and why, because it helps us all maybe make that inspirational thing happen in our lives or with people we know that can then make a difference in someone's world in the future. That's it from me. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, see you next week. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.